Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling all the time, every time. And here with me is, of course, Knight Rider. Yo-ho! Alright, and today we're going to be talking about what happened during uh, AEW's Fire Fest. Fighter Fest. Thank you. <laughs> parody! Yes. Um, Knight Rider, can you tell us what was the parody of? Fire Festival, that I wrote it. Uh, I wrote it on the uh, Captain Cast blog about the documentaries concerning the Fire Festival. F Y R E. Woo! It it discredited, I guess, um, an influencers and the entire generation. Yeah, uh, in, YouTubers and influencers are are, are are discredited. You know all that stuff, and all because of Billy McFarland. Yeah. And and Ja Rule, although yeah. Ja Rule says it's not his fault. And come on, he's trying to do a, another uh, music thing mm-hmm. with another app, and they're saying it's Firefest too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll move. We'll pass all that. So you kind of get the gist of what they were parodying of. Well, we won't pass on that yet because they were parodying it from you know the hiring of the the models that they had at present, and then they say. We don't have we don't have our budget on it no more. What do you mean? We can't hire. We can't. We we can't do. We can. We only have enough for half. Right. So they took out two of them and replaced them with like mannequins. Mannequins. I forgot who bashed them. Right. It was before a match, but they were bashed. And then the uh, Kenny Omega's like, yeah, we got a lot to do. You know, we got a band. You know, band. You know, because I got the drum band ready to go. Right. And I'm like, well, we don't uh, actually the blink. Blink. Who's blink? Well, it's blink. What's one eight two? Well, the point is they're not going. No. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because in real life Blink-182 were the first ones saying well we're not gonna we don't want to disappoint our fans but we're not gonna go because it looks like nothing is prepared or going on and we don't want to give we usually give you know our 100% to our fans and everyone followed suit yeah and a good thing they listened yes. in real life so we're making fun of that so they had like a, a band stage there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody played. And, and and to kick it off, they had the, I think their replicas or maybe the actual uh, tents mm-hmm. of the fire Festival. Not to mention the mentioning of the cheese sandwich. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we got all that out of the way. So, uh, well, actually it was during the pre-show um Fights that mm-hmm. they were making, they're happily making fun of a uh, fire, um, fire fest, fire yes. festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of uh, the matches that they were making, making fun of with fire, um, the first match mm-hmm. uh, was the three way tag team match. Okay. So um, they're starting a, a tag team championship tournament, mm-hmm. and so the winner of this match would would go would be the first seed of the this tournament. And also, they get a first round buy. Uh huh. So, you know, to go away from WWE, there's something to fight for. Mm-hmm. And so, the three teams in question is the teams of the best friends, mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, going against Soul Cal Uncensored of Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, mm-hmm. and the surprising private party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it was the best friends that won it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the private party surprised the heck out of me because I never heard of them or seen them wrestle before until today. 
Well, actually, technically, they, you did before. It was in the 21 Battle Royale. Never but bothered they, but, it. Yeah. But they didn't do that much. Yeah. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. They were couldn't there. tell. Yeah. So, um, they they proved their worth. Uh, but they're not just wrestlers. Wrestling fodder. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. They proved, they proved their worth. They were great. Um, they're like a team that you got to keep an eye on. You know, they're like, they have to be under your radar. It looks like it because I'm. They're definitely under my radar right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's so. a, I like that scene where I think it was Mark Quinn. Uh-huh. You know, he did the jumped with the backward splash. Uh-huh. You saw how high he jumped. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Woo! The star press. The star yeah, press. Um. Yeah, that was high. <laughs> that was high. Man, that's just bravo. And the moves with Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah. Was, I mean, yeah, they can take a beating. They could definitely give one, too. Yes. Yes, they can. And I, at the point, I was rooting, hey, these guys can do it. Let mm-hmm. them win. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, so. as I said, the best friends won. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was the next match? In, well, in before the, the next match, um, uh, they, they were, I guess, uh, verbally assaulted on screen by the Super Smash Bros. who attacked them. Um, in the previous pay-per-view event. Mm-hmm. Lights went out. Their goons were all over the ring. Lights went out and went back out again. They were mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. So, continuity. Yes, continuity. So, and, that's uh, good. So, after that little thing was over, some more fire jokes. And then, we go to the singles match between... Uh, singles ladies females match mm-hmm. between Allie versus uh, Leva Bates, the librarian... She's accompanied with Peter Avalon, who's also a librarian. Yeah. Um, and uh, the winner turned out to be Allie. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say this, but this I think this was one of the most disappointing matches in the night. Um, to me, I know, and I know it, was it wasn't a gimmick. that disappointment to me, but it was awkward. Yeah. Um, I, I know this is supposed to be a gimmick match. Um, gimmick matches are tend to be funny, tend, tend to, you know... Uh, be funny and and to enjoy and laugh and stuff like that. Um, good example of this would be watch anything from DDT. Like last week, two weeks ago, they did their annual wrestling in the water park tournament, where literally they invaded a water park and had a match. Oh, yeah. Matches that one you showed me where it was a figure four lock down a loop de loop slide into a pool. Into a pool. DDT never change. <laughs> so see, that's a gimmick match, an odd but funny gimmick match. And here's the odd thing about that. Before we come back to it, everybody who was at the the um, swimming pool area, that that theme park, water theme park, mm-hmm. they weren't paid actors. They were actual people. Even they had no idea what was going on. A lot of the people were so afraid what was going on. Either they just got out of the pool or just stared in awe and just like, wait, what's going on? Is this for real? Like, why? This is like my only day off. And Seriously? <laughs> you know? So, that's a gimmick match. This one... <sighs> it's just odd. Yeah, but... They got time to learn. They, they, I, I, I know they can rebound from this, but they just, ah, uh, you know, it's kind of backwards, you know, you know, with um, 
I think they're trying to. Well, not la- it's not lampooning yet. Yeah. But I think they're working on it. Kind of like the opposite of you know you're expecting Big Bang, we know with Leos the Librarian. No, it was the opposite. It was and it's like okay, and then it got awkward. I mean, library awkward. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So moving right along, what was the next match that we had? Um. It, it, uh, of the pre-show, yes, it is the tele. It is you know on the it was on the poster. Well, before the main poster showed mm-hmm. up, it was uh, advertised. It was the hardcore match between uh, Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa mm-hmm. and Alex Jabaley, the CEO of his uh, event CEO. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, I, I gotta look up the CEO <laughs> not to get confused with the business title of CEO. Uh, community effort Orlando. Yes. So it's it's like Evo, and mm-hmm. speaking of Evo, <laughs> before the match started, that little speech with uh, Nakazawa saying, "Hey, I think that Evo is better." <laughs> yeah. That really hit a lot of people in the crowd. Yeah, it did. Um. <laughs> yeah, he 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 knew how to dig into dig into everybody's back on that one. Um. I don't know. Um. The match was okay. It was a hardcore match. Um, and surprisingly good match, too, because Alex J. Bailey, the CEO of CEO, he's a non-wrestler. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, he did his homework. Yeah. And and, 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 and once again, continuity, because they mentioned, uh, uh, I, I don't know if they had a wrestling match last year, but uh, Nakazawa was complaining, you cheated. I bet you they did, but I think he was in another wrestling organization, but... Yeah, continuity. You're right. It was continuity. And then at the uh, uh, and by the way, uh, Michael Nakazawa won. And the commentators were saying, "So this is one and one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully next year we're gonna see another match. <laughs> this is wait and see, folks. Yeah, I um, mean, dude, you got um. Well, I know we we, we have to kind of speed things up, but you, you gotta admit, um, Jason Wong was there. Mm-hmm. And so Jabali asked him to get get a uh, hori stick, right. so that he beat Nakazawa's back with it. <laughs> a hori stick, only in wrestling, folks. And then instead of going down under the sta- under the ring and uh, getting uh, thumbtacks, mm-hmm. arcade buttons. Yeah, yeah, no joke <laughs> with his face on it. And then Nakazawa was strangling uh, Jabali with what was it, an Xbox controller? <laughs> no, GameCube. Oh, GameCube controller. Yes. Because he was throwing on Xbox controllers and stuff, and he mm-hmm. got him with a GameCube controller. Oh. <sighs> Only in wrestling, folks. Only in wrestling. So, um, but it was a good match. It, it, it was it was a good match. Oh yeah, surprisingly like good match. Yes. <laughs> Using the kit, the fire fire festival pool of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was good too. Yeah. And then we go to the pay-per-view proper and so the first match officially of the pay-per-view proper is the singles match between shima and christopher daniels mm-hmm. uh shima won okay um this was a great match um this was good it was um you know like a great way to start a, a, a match uh nothing too crazy nothing um and everything um they both hold their own they held their own. Um, it was good. Uh, it was a great... It, I think this was the right place to put this match in the beginning of the card. 
So to get everybody in, to um, to get everybody into the match and into the event and everything. So I thought this was a smart move. Yeah. So uh, what do we got next? Uh, it would be the ladies three way match between Nyla Rose, mm-hmm. uh, Yuka Sakazaki, and Riho. Okay. Uh, and who won? Riho. Okay. Um, this one was good. Nyla Rose was great in this one. She uh, she showed that she can do a lot. She's just, she's just more than a powerhouse. She uh, showed her agility. She showed her what she could do. Um, and it was good. It it I think it was great of her to do that. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, and then um, the two Japanese wrestlers. They both had a great. They both had a great time. They both showed their worth as well. They both show what they can bring to the table and offer to the table. So, um, yeah. So this was good. So, and Riho won. And Riho won. Yeah. So this this was a good 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 match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, match is the four way match between mm-hmm. Adam Page, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, accompanied with Luchasaurus, <laughs> and MJF. Yeah, uh, Hangman won, right? Yep. Yeah, this is a great four-way match. Uh, MJF showed he's like the best talker on the mic. A great heel brought a lot of heat onto himself in this match. Jungle Boy was really great. Jimmy Havoc was great. Um, they were showing off their specialties uh, uh, and their line of um, with styles. With Jimmy Havoc with the hardcore deathmatch background, Jungle Boy with the high-flying lucha libre-esque style. Um, Hangman Page with his, you know, Japanese strong style brute force into it. And, um, MJF, sneaky, cunning, um, technical, really good. Um, they showed off very well. Everybody got a glimpse of the spotlight, you know, they had their moment in the sun, um, and this was good. So. And then we get to the controversy of the evening. Mm-hmm. Not the match itself. Well, yeah. technically the match itself, but I'm talking about it right after. But we'll get to that part in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because after the um, Adam Hangman Page match, it is the regular singles match between Cody, accompanied with Brandy Rose, and Darby Al- uh, Allen. Yeah. The fight lasted 20 minutes, and I say this because it was a 20-minute time limit match. And at the very end, one... Two, the match is officially over, so we go to a draw. Yeah, um, it was a good match. Cody was really good in this one. Darby Allen, um, re- never heard of the guy. I haven't seen him wrestle, I'm being honest, but um, he made me a believer. He took a beating, took a hell of a beating. He's fast. He fast, technical. Can take a beating as much as giving one. I can tell you that. Like he got thrown out of the ring, missed his dive, landed on his back on the hardest end of the mat. Oh. Um, the belt buckle thing flew out from the from the ring from there, oh. landed on the floor. Uh, he brought a body bag. He was zipped <laughs> up in the body bag. Got kicked in the head while he was inside the body bag. He had to be. Did they pin him? After he took him out of the body yes, bag? Yes, because he, how can you tell if his shoulders are up if he's in a body bag? <laughs> you know? Um, he did all this stuff. And you know what? Kudos to him. Um, kudos to him. 
Um, I honestly cannot wait to see him fight Jimmy Havoc. Um, I think that would be good. Uh, a good, good match between those two. Either hardcore or death match. So that would be good. And then the controversy comes with... Um, I'm just going to say the headshot to the head. Yeah. With Cody the, just, with the you know, was, you know, kind of recuperating. He was mm-hmm. going to celebrate by getting up. All of a sudden, um, for those that probably missed it, Sean Spears, who mm-hmm. was used to be in Ty Dillinger in WWE, showed up and hit Cody um, in, in, the, in the head with a chair, but it was unprotected. He didn't have his hands up to yep. protect himself. Yep. And, you know, we were like, oh, this brings me back. And then the next camera angle showed that, uh, well, for one thing, he wasn't getting up. Right. Then we saw that puddle of blood starting to form. Yeah. Um, and it was, and and this and it was so serious to the point where MJF himself, a heel, you know, people don't like him. He was actually running. He was the first one to show up with a, with the group within the group yeah. and showing a face of concern. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it brings. And this is a hot debate. Um. Like, should they? Shouldn't they? Um, we know WWE has stopped doing it since what happened to Chris Benoit. Um, we JR all know how was, that happened. JR was talking about, you know, the long-term health complications, you yeah. know, with head trauma and CTE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but the, the good news so far is that, um, you know, when they were dealing with Cody in his wound, um, yeah. all he got was 12 surgical staples, yeah. but there was no report of concussion. Yeah. Well, it, just now, you know. You may never know. Long-term effect. Well, you know, they got to do the protocol mm-hmm. health checking, you know, before, to see if he's uh, going to go go to the next yeah. thing, which which is, um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it, it brings up the topic of should they, shouldn't they um, bring this back again? Um, on one hand, shouldn't because look what happened. Look what happened to Cody. Um, we don't want another incident like what happened with Chris Benoit or, or, uh, something that would eventually turn into like a legal at better all while. We don't want that happening. Again. Yeah. Like what we, if he, what if he died in a ring? Yeah. We, we don't want that to happen to anybody. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we, that, that's like the, that, the one main negative thing of why a lot of people don't want that to come back. You know, hedge, unprotected headshots to the head. But then you have other people saying, you know, look, he he knows he, he knows the dangers, he knows the risks when he put on the suit, you know, and plus, you know, he's running the damn, uh, he's running the damn organization. So if the so like one of the main people who are running the damn organization want to take a shot in the head with the chair, let him. Why? Because he's making that call. No one else is going to stop him. And also, there's other arguments that kind of support that thing. We're saying, well, you've seen people going through chairs through tables, you know, thumbtacks and light bulbs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you crying about this? Yeah, like, good example. CCW, uh, CCW BJW, BJW um, ECW, early days of ECW. Woo-hoo. You know, good example, Masaka Tanaka and Mike Awesome. Well, they took headshots with the chair. And they to the point, To the point where, like, Masaka Tanaka got hit so hard, the damn chair bent. <laughs> in or when Boz Mahoney uh fought against um the Dudleys, same thing. Or New Jack. <laughs> That's all I could say. New Jack. Yeah. So you know so it it, it 
you know, it's a double-edged sword. If they're going to continue doing this, I think they should be careful where they pick their spots on this and how to deal with this in a more responsible way later down the road. Well, according to, um, I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, um, the Young Bucks, you know, when it was all said and done, mm-hmm. and we'll get to their match in a little bit. Yeah. The, after it was all over, the Young Bucks were saying in, in when they were interviewing them that uh, the chair was gimmicked mm-hmm. to make the chair shot look unprotected. So it looks like they did want to bring it back. Yeah. But, but something went wrong. And, and it caused the head laceration. Yeah, so regardless if it was going to be a gimmick or not, they should um, they should think carefully when they decide to do this again, if they ever decide to do it again or not. But this is kind of like a big wake-up call, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, CTE, head traumas, concussions, and all that stuff like that, it's no joke. It's, it's, it's not a joke. No, it isn't. Um, and before we move on to the next match, uh, quick shout out to Cody Rhodes. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, take all the rest as you need, man. Don't rush into the next thing. And um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Yeah. And so let's move on to the next match. What do we got? So since I mentioned the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. it is the six-man tag team match between the Elite, composed of... <laughs> I have to say this. Ryu, Ken, and Akuma. Right. <laughs> Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Young Bucks, and Akuma starring Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great Capcom representation there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they went against the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. and Loretto Kid. Yeah. Um. Great match. Um. The elite one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And and the highlight, one big highlight was the triple Hadouken attack. Yeah, <laughs> this was good. Um, this match was a highlight real match. A lot of great spots, spot fest. Um, there were some people who were like, you know, "Why is the little red old kid?" And I mean, ha, ha, ha. why? Like, what is who he gonna, is he? Well, either who is he, or if they know, like, what is he going to do with Kenny Omega? <laughs> yeah, um, Laredo kid, really great. The Lucha Brothers did what they do best. Um, everybody got their spots in, got their move sets in, everything. Um, I think this match, I think with what Laredo Kid and the and the Lucha Brothers did, was they kind of opened up the floodgates now to, you know, hey, this is Lucha Libre, this is Lucha Libre. It's not just about us. Look at this guy right here, you know. Look what he can do. And if you like what you just saw, you have an entire country that does this for a living for so many years. You know, don't be afraid to come and watch Lucha Libre. You know, we invite you. Please, come and watch. You know, um, anybody who's never seen Lucha Libre or wants to get into Lucha Libre, watch this match. And then go watch anything from AAA, CMLL, um, any of the indie scene stuff down in Mexico. Um, Review what, some of the past um, New Japan Pro CMLL production, uh, Fantastica Mania. Yeah, they had some great matches. Or you know, or, you know or, or you know, or 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 if you're a, a history buff, uh, a wrestling history buff, and want to know what started Lucha Libre, who were the like. 
you know, the ultimate gods that people worship and they still worship to this day. You know, you have El Santo, Blue Demon, Blue Demon uh, Pedro Aguayo, uh, Mi Mascaras, Sin Mascaras, um, Dr. Wagner, you know, um, so many. <coughs> so many, yeah, so many. Um, Eddie Guerrero's dad. Ah. Oh. You know, um, the original Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Atlantis, Octagon. You know, there's so many. There's like so many there. Um, ah, excuse me. Don't be afraid of Lucha Libre. Go look into it. You will not be disappointed. Um, what people are saying about OWE, um, OVW and in, in, in China. If you like that, you will love Lucha Libre. Without the dancing and all, but you will love it. Trust me. Watch it. Um... And then we had the uh, non-sanctioned match. Well, I have to say it like this: um, after that match, you know, pay-per-view was over, mm-hmm. and the, the the announcer guy was like, "Okay, we have, you know, this, you know, um, this is the proper ending of uh, AEW's um, fighter fighter uh, fighter fest. Mm-hmm. So we're going to turn off the lights for a little while, and turn it back on because this is, you know, the following will be a non-sanctioned match. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, we're getting a blackout show." But we're getting it on the house. Right. And what's resulted is what they were advertising as it's not the main event because it's not the match. John Moxley versus Joey Janela. This was a good match. John Moxley won it, of course. Um, if you thought it was going to be Dean Ambrose 2.0, no, you're, you're wrong. Um, this was basically John Moxley, what he used to do in CCW. Um. Well, not that much, but it gives you eno- uh, enough a taste to, the taste of what he used eno- to do before gives- he joined WWE. So it wasn't enough carnage, but it's enough carnage to be like, okay, I want to see what else they can do in the next pay per view if they, if he's gonna do it again, or maybe what if they start doing hardcore matches? Let's see what he does. Right. The taste or death match? Does decide to do a death match? Well, I mean, they got Jimmy Havoc, so. Well, yeah. Well, I'm saying like he used to do death matches. Uh, you don't believe me? Go go to CCW. Look up any of his uh, old matches in CCW. And uh, then Joey Janela took his place. Yeah, and then, you know they um, Joey Janela and and Moxley fed off of one another. Moxley, each one Moxley. each one had a great spot. Uh, Moxley was having fun. Oh yeah, it showed. Um, Moxley got his back cut. Um, Joey Janela, I think his legs and his feet. In his oh, back. Oh, yeah. With the thumbtacks. And then the very end where he got... Uh, well, I guess... What was the move? But head first into a, a, a land of, of uh, thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. The pendulum shift. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and also, too, Joy Janellis when he jumped off the ladder onto the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this was a good hardcore match. Um, this was really good. It, it like Knight Rider said, it does give a taste to what Moxley used to do before he went to WWE, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that was Fighter Fest for you. And well, not exactly because after that match, Kenny Omega came back for revenge from Double or Nothing. Yes, went made they practically made more fun of the Fire Fest by beating him with the 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 band set mm-hmm. and. Then, 
um, the guitar. Yes. <laughs> and um, I guess that was it because, uh, you know, wanted revenge. Yeah. So, yeah. So continuity. Gonna, yes. Good continuity. And uh, without further ado, um, this brings up to WWE. Um, because uh, earlier in the week, uh, WWE made the drastic decision to sign Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff to executive directors of Raw and SmackDown, so respectively. Who, oh, so Paul, Paul Heyman's going to Raw and Bischoff is going to SmackDown. Yes. Um, so basically, they're still going to be answering to Vince. But they're but but Vince is gonna let them run the show. So the main question is now that we've seen AEW again, what is going to be WWE's response again? The last time they lost. Yeah. Well, no. The thing is, is like this: when Heyman did Raw, he did it good, too good. He did too good that McMahon was angry because he was outshining him, mm. you know, and everybody loved him in the back. Bischoff, on the other hand, when he did, uh, when he was a GM for WWE, um, he did a good job too. Once in a while, he always dipped into the WCW pool and. And bring something from there and threw it into WWE. Um, but they know what they're doing. Mm. Um, I think the reason why they're doing this is because they know that they're tanking. Rating-wise. Uh, last week's Raw, they had less than 3,000 people at a show. Oh, yeah. And there was photos from both Raw and SmackDown showing how the population looked like. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, all the usual stuff in one section and the rest was like empty seats. Yeah. So they yeah. There was and and I can't remember his name, but I saw on Twitter that there was this one guy. The, the one I showed you. Sorry about that, folks. Uh the one I showed you about this one this was one kid who just did wrestling moves, like hurting himself. He had thirty thirteen. Thirteen point seven thousand followers 13.7 more than the audience that both Raw and Smackdown had combined but how long did it take him to do that I don't know but it shows that they need that they really really need a kick in the pants both shows and I think Paul Heyman and Bischoff are the right people to do it. But will it, it will all come down to will they let the creative team do what they want? Will Vince let them do what they want? Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest, he needs it. They need it. Vince needs to let these two do what they do best. And especially since uh, um, one little mention, last mention of AEW, which will concern WWE. Uh, their next event is Fight for, Fight for the Fallen, mm -hmm. July 13th, 2019, in Jacksonville. Yeah, so like in two weeks. Mm-hmm. In two weeks. 
And I'm trying to remember the next event for WWE. I think it's Extreme Rules. Mm -hmm. Well, guess when that's happening? Mm. Sunday, July 14th. Yeah. So. And then since we, we, you know, you and I live in the Pacific, it starts at 3:30 in the Pacific. Yeah. And there, it's going to take place at. Uh, excuse me. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I don't think they said where is the venue, but that's what's going to happen. Um. Right. That's when it's gonna happen. I'm sorry. Uh, so what's gonna happen there? I don't know. Oh, Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, so that's where they're gonna take place on July 14th. So we're gonna see uh, round two, so to speak, between pay-per-views. Yeah. And right now it's one and zero for AEW. You know, yeah. Money in the Bank versus uh, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see a round two with Extreme Rules on Sunday, mm-hmm. WWE, versus Saturday's, um, the day before, um, Fight for the Fallen on AEW. Yeah. So it's a round two. Yeah. So we'll just got to wait and see on that one. Um, well, the big question is, do you think, I think we're going to conclude here. Do you think that um, starting, you know, you know, as of this recording, Monday, Raw, this week's Raw and SmackDown... Are they going to have enough oompa to, you know, do another Raw and SmackDown and then lead up to round two for Extreme Rules to combat AEW? I don't know. They have two weeks to turn it around for that. And even and before... it's going to take a lot. And even before then, they have to convince people... To come back. Today, you know, as of this recording, today, Monday, and Tuesday, Tuesday SmackDown. They mm-hmm. got First, they got to convince them. Yeah. You're like, what do we have against um, Fighter uh, Fighter Fest? I wouldn't say that. I would say more of like, well, that's okay. in the short term, right now. No, no, no. Short term right now is just okay. We have two weeks to turn this sinking ship around, and we have a pay per view in two weeks after another pay per view that's taking place on a Saturday. What can we do to turn this sinking ship around? And prove to everyone, A, the old girl isn't dead yet. You know what? We just got to wait and see for, at least in the short term, this week's Raw and SmackDown. Yes. So, next week, we're, we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Since they've already been, um, Bischoff and Heyman have taken um, their roles immediately. So they've already had some time already to figure out what they want to do for each show, respectively. Mm. So I guess we're just going to watch it and just see what we think about it and talk about it next week. And do a good compare and compa- uh, comparison. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that'll be it for this week's show. Thank you guys for listening to Red Shoe Shoots. On behalf of the Night Rider, I am Captain Katz. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, and just to let everybody know, the 4th of July is on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So for people here in the United States, have a happy 4th of July. Safe. A safe, responsible 4th of July. And for the rest of the world, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Lots of love. Be safe out there. And treat everybody with respect. Um, and we see you guys next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.